0: Today's episode, we have Ramona Romance. She is a burlesque dancer, a model, and an OnlyFans content creator. And we talked about all of it. What do you tell your grandma you do when your main source of income is burlesque dancing and your OnlyFans content? Tune in to hear more about her journey into finding her authentic self and becoming the star that she is.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
0: How did you get into burlesque? That was my first question that I wanted to ask.
1: Okay, so I got into burlesque. So I was always super obsessed with like the up aesthetic.
0: Okay, about like it?
1: all through high school, like I showed up to school events like dressed like in wiggle dresses oh and my like goodness. heels yes. to like do an improv show. So I've always been super obsessed with that aesthetic, which kind of led me to obsess over like Dita Von Teese and like Bet- okay. Betty Page. And yeah. I was just like, I have Betty Banks now because I love them so yes. much. Yeah, and then I just really loved everything about burlesque. I thought it was so beautiful and, like, glamorous. Mm. Thought it was kind of unattainable for me, so I never, like, did it. And I was thinking, oh, you know, I can just admire this from afar. So after I left school, I was working in a salon – And my best friend was like, hey, I found a Groupon for a burlesque class. Do you want to go with me?
0: It's always the Groupon. Like, it's it's always the Groupon (laughs) that someone's like, you want to do this crazy thing? And I'm like, yes, obviously it's 20 bucks. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: Exactly. So we took the Groupon and then we did our first burlesque class together. Yes. And I freaking loved it. Okay. And I just kept taking classes and taking classes and taking more classes. Amazing. Until I got some opportunities to perform and to teach. And then everything just, like, snowballed. Called, Hell and I was yeah. like, I love this.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And you just kind of knew at that point you were going to keep doing it.
1: Yeah. I didn't know like to what extent I would keep doing it because I was thinking about this before, like on the drive over here because I didn't take notes before. For here. Sure. totally <laughs> but fine. I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, after my first class... You know, we just got down because it was level one, two. So you don't strip down to pasties. Mm. So I wore pretty like modest lingerie at okay. first. And I was like, oh man, I don't think I'll ever be able to wear a G string on stage. Yeah. And then I was like, oh man, I don't think I'll ever be able to go down to pasties.
0: Oh my God. And
1: then, like, the, you know, once I graduated to like level three, four classes and beyond, uh, they were like, so we're going down to pasties, right? And then everyone <laughs> was like, yeah. And I was like, Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, this is so like, crazy to hear. Yeah, because I see you now as the person that you are now. And she was always
1: naked. Yes, yes,
0: she, <laughs> yes, and I love it. And so I'm always just like, wow, like that's I, it's crazy to hear that you were there. Yeah, starting off there to where you're at now.
1: Yeah, it was an interesting journey, and I just think like being in a group setting, like taking group classes, where they yeah. were like, yes, we are all going down to pasties, and me being like okay, that's great, you know, just kind of, like, forcing me out of my comfort zone a little bit. And granted, you could always say no if you didn't want to, but, yeah, I was like, I don't want to be the person that's only in my bra, but, you know, if you want to be the person that's in your bra, that's totally fine. Um, Yeah, so it just was, like, a snowball effect of me being, like, this is not that bad. This is actually really fun. Like just hearing people like clap when you like
0: take off your clothes. Oh, That is powerful, is it not?
1: (laughs) Oh my god, it's great.
0: Yes. You guys like me.
1: All the validation.
0: Yes. And all of it on you at one moment with the spotlight. Oh, it's everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I do remember the first class I went down to pasties in. uh, We were supposed to be queen bees
0: oh my goodness and it was way more it was yeah. lily
1: rascal's class also okay. i'm just gonna plug lily rascal because she's fucking amazing
0: do
1: it um so we were supposed to be queen bees and we all like could get our own pasties or we can make them and i had never made pasties before and i just like went off so i like got ooh, gold ooh, and black ooh, yes. like craft foam yes. and <laughs> like rhinestone them super shittily into like bee like lines love it and then i took two silver pipe cleaners and I made them into little wings. Uh, <laughs> I put yes. them on in
0: the face days. Did it stay intact the whole performance? It did. So wow. taking the bra
1: off was a little scary because, like, you don't know if, like, the pipe cleaners are going to, like, attach to your bra. Oh, my And, goodness. like, just rip yes. off. Yes. So they, luckily they didn't do that because, again, Lily Rascal is the best teacher ever. And mm-hmm. she, like, teaches you how to take your bra off properly so that doesn't happen. Wow, what
0: a thought. I never even thought about, like.
1: There's so many, like, little, like, micro things mm. involved in taking your clothes off.
0: For sure. Yeah. Yeah, when you're on stage with all those other pieces, definitely. Yeah. Wow. So how many years did you do that for before you started teaching then?
1: I think I was doing it for about three years.
0: That's really fast to start teaching, really right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was really fast, especially since I didn't really come from a dance background. So yeah. I definitely had the imposter syndrome whilst teaching. Okay. Um, which is interesting because you were one of my students and I'm yes. telling you this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So I started teaching. I started substituting mm-hmm. for the studio owner first. And then she was like, hey, do you just want to like take a- take a class on like a Thursday night or like a right? Monday night? So I was only teaching one, two.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, which is kind of a huge responsibility because this is like your students' yes. first exposure to burlesque yes. and to the studio that you're representing. So it was kind of a lot, but, you know, I was really into it because I was like, burlesque means so much to me, so mm. I wanted to mean so much to you too. Yes. But if it's not your thing and you
0: don't want to do it, that's totally But for sure. Yeah. And I think that comes through with people like that energy of authenticity comes across when you feel that. Like, even, but like, that's a huge role to take for people you know you're trying to pull them into this new experience that maybe they've never crossed before like yeah
1: it's a whole thing yeah it was crazy my first class was a little bit difficult just because it was there were so many people in it mm-hmm. I think I had 20 people oh, wow. um so that was really nuts um but you know I handled it because I had to <laughs> yeah, that's
0: a lot of people at once a lot of different energy yeah. in a room
1: yeah and I remember there was just this one group of friends and they were like kind of complaining the entire time and they were like can we change the song and I was like oh. we're not changing the song Already choreographed
0: this, right? Exactly. There's already a lot that has been yeah. done behind the
1: scenes, exactly. And I'm just, you know, trying to manage people in that way to be like, no, actually, trust me, this is going to be really fun. For like sure, you're going to get on stage and be a total badass. It's going to be awesome. I know I'm making you dance to a Motorhead song, but
0: <laughs> it's going to be awesome. going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The imposter syndrome. Tell me more about that. I want to hear what was going through your head when you started teaching you're new to this. Now you're trying to bring people to it.
1: Yeah. So I feel like I just have imposter syndrome like all the time. (laughs) Like, should I even be a human? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, also, I'm just embracing the journey like wherever I go. Life is just weird. It's weird that we're all here and we're all doing our own thing. Yes. Yeah. So I think when it comes to teaching, I was kind of like, well, I'm actually pretty new to this. I don't Mm. have a dance background, but I definitely get what makes burlesque burlesque and it's just a lot of pulling your personality out of you just to like really make that your signature. And I did a lot of stuff like journaling. I made my class journal all the time. Yeah, just little things like pick three moments where you absolutely killed it in class today. Mm. Um, We did a lot of like expression exercises, just like getting acquainted with looking at yourself in the mirror and really feeling like your power.
0: Yes. I had no idea there was so much like internal reflection linked to this process. Yeah. Interesting. So then how – because you – Ramona romance, is that, like, a character that you feel, or do you feel like it's a part of your identity, or, like, how does...
1: I think she's definitely a part of my identity. Like, I'll definitely answer to both of my names, mm, which, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've also been kind of, like, cavalier about telling people my, like, real names so mm. whatever, I don't care, but I will absolutely answer to Ramona. I think she's a huge part of me. You know what's fascinating? I don't even know your real name. <laughs> like,
0: should I have to- <laughs> should you? Should I said- tell you or should I no, you- keep
1: it a secret?
0: <laughs> you said that and I was like, wait, what is her real name? <laughs> yeah, I
1: think it was the same amount of syllables.
0: Okay. Like- <laughs> no, I'm totally cool with never knowing your name. That's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I found out, like, someone on – I was chatting with someone on Twitter and I was you know trying to like sell them my only fans a little bit oh and yes he, for sure he was like i can't do it right now but then he just like vent or he cash apped me like money just for talking to him which was really nice oh yeah and then i realized i didn't change my cash app name oh, no. to ramona and he was like you should change that and i'm like yep <laughs> i should yep, thank yep. you <laughs> you were the last to see this
0: <laughs> yeah wow and I, I mean, obviously, I want to talk about that as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How I mean, how, what, why? So many people are just like, how do you start an OnlyFans? What actually happens on there? Like, you have the behind the like scenes scoop of it all.
1: Yeah. And again, I'm imposter syndrome, but I'm relatively new to OnlyFans also yeah. in comparison to other people and for how long the platform's been going. But I started after the pandemic, so I... You know, we lost all of our performance opportunities, especially yes. with the problematic studio that we were representing, yeah. like, fell. what I did is I wanted to keep, you know, I wanted to keep the burlesque momentum going and mm-hmm. keep my creativity going, so I hopped on Patreon first. Okay. Uh, because just, I shoot a lot, like, I, I, I model pretty often, yeah. too, uh-huh. which, like, I... Oh my god, I the imposter Hell syndrome. Hell like- yes,
0: you're a model, yes. <laughs> People take pictures of me. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's. I think that's the definition of a model. Like, I don't know, I'm not an expert, but I think you're a model, yes. Yeah, okay, so I'm a model. Yes, see, uh, that was with
1: confidence, exactly, okay. Yeah, so um, I just had like a bunch of photo sets that I couldn't really share with the general public because, you know, mm. some of them were like artistic nudes. Yes, so. You know, I just wanted to share more of that, and then I wanted to keep dancing too. So mm-hmm. I had different tiers where, like, um, if you signed up for a certain tier, you could get like a custom act for me every month. Okay, you could just reach out to me with whatever, and then I did realize that I was really underselling myself too mm. on that platform. That's a big thing, yeah. Because yeah, I was just going in completely blind, and I think when you do have imposter syndrome, that's definitely yes. something that you do.
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We really underestimate ourselves and our abilities, especially as women, too. I mean, that's a whole nother topic.
1: But oh, yeah, like, yeah, yes. Just like being raised like a cisgendered woman. It's just yes. like I'm just constantly apologizing exactly. for Exactly. Like,
0: oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to stand up over here. Sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to step on your patriarchy. <laughs> Okay, so you're see- – this is all on Patreon that you're yes. seeing that, like, you're undervaluing it. Okay. So. Yeah,
1: and then I just kind of got really jumbled up with the tiers and stuff, and I was like, I don't know if I can keep up with like, all of this mm. admin behind all of the tiers and taking custom requests from everybody, yeah. like, just in toggling all of that. So I found this Zoom workshop. It was through Empowerment and Heals, which okay. is Les burlesque performer's, I guess, conglomerate. I don't okay. know if that's the word, A-genian. but she's based out of... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's the Miss Marquez. She runs it. And she had a guest speaker on one time through her program, uh, Empowerment and Heals, okay. about getting on OnlyFans. Yeah. So I was thinking about it. So I attended the workshop and then it was given by Amber Marie, which I think is the only Amber Marie on Instagram. Also, I'm going to just plug everybody Plug whatever ever, you want. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. And then she just kind of like gave... An overview of what it is, like, Mm -hmm. how it works, how you can make money off of it. And she kind of said, you can just make it whatever the heck you want it to be. Like, she's like, I only post, like, Playboy style nudity, which Mm -hmm. I'm still not totally clear on what that is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. (laughs) But, But I was like, yeah, I'll just put nudes. Yeah so then I ended up hopping on OnlyFans and I really liked the format a lot better. It was just kind of like an Instagram where you can just post whatever Mm -hmm. and then you have opportunities to make more money through pay-per-view messaging. Okay. And then it was just a lot easier to handle pay-per-view content. Like I have a tip menu now of like things that I can do.
0: So yeah. And it's going well. I'm having a Blast tell actually. me like, more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to know.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's just so crazy. I feel like I've really made some like meaningful connections with people. Oh. So, okay, let's talk about <laughs> that. What? Tell me. Yes. Yeah, it's just super interesting. So, I think during the pandemic, everyone who doesn't have access to people or who don't like live with a roommate or anything, mm. they're looking for intimacy and they're looking yes. for just like spending time with someone. So I've had just huh. some really great conversations with people. Wow. Only fans. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm also a people junkie so I'm just like, I just want to talk to everyone. I remember my tagline for a while was like, a Ramona Romance. She can't wait to fall in love with you. And I think that's <laughs> so true. Like, still. I, I think that's beautiful
0: that you're yeah. just connecting with people and sharing these moments of intimacy even though you're not in person and being open and, like, vulnerable in that way is really awesome.
1: Yeah, and it's definitely two ways, too. Like, people will get really vulnerable with you, too. And I feel yeah. like there's just this weird like system of trust that's happening on all my fans which is so interesting
0: and like from the other side of it and my cynic would be like oh you have a star on here and they're just responding to me like they respond to everyone else you know what I mean but here you are saying that like it's been very you know good for you too and that you really value the connection that's really cool
1: yeah absolutely so I don't have that many subscribers and Mm. I feel like my approach is to really like dive in deep with the people that really want to interact with me Mm. instead of just trying to navigate Instagram, how to promote their Twitter or, like, Reddit to promote. Right. So, like, get more people. I mean, granted, I will always welcome new subscribers. but Of course. There's, you know, there's definitely people there that want uh, you know, something a little more. And... I've been super lucky that they're all just totally willing to compensate me fairly for that too. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just feel like super lucky. I don't know.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, that's amazing. I mean that, yeah, you're making beautiful connections with people. It always feels respectful. That would be my
1: one thing. Like no one's ever like creepy. That would be my fear like for you. Yeah. And that was definitely a fear of mine going in. So I was a little more defensive going in. And, Mm. uh, you know, I got some advice from a friend who had been on OnlyFans for a long time. And she was like, just stick to your boundaries. You can Mm. tell people No. And I've had people on OnlyFans tell me, like, I love that you can say no. And that's just so crazy to me. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think the connotation that, or the reputation that OnlyFans has is that people just, like, want more and more from you. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of this shark
0: land. For sure, that people are going to want to see everything. Yeah, and just
1: keep demanding more and more from you. But, yeah. you know, you can say no, like, people are still people, you know. Interesting. You can tell them no.
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah, I have this weird expectation that, like, you can't. Yeah, but it's definitely like this space where like they you post everything and people can just pull from you whenever they want.
1: Yeah, and it takes that takes a lot of unlearning to yeah. to like feel like you can say no. And I've definitely done my share of unlearning. I yeah. mean, I'm you know
0: for sure.
1: I almost don't know anything about it
0: truly, which is very interesting to me. Like given all the work that I do, like I don't know a lot about OnlyFans. I, I just know, know it exists. Running it, it sounds like a lot of a lot of work on social media.
1: Yeah, it kind of is. So it's also the thing that stood out to me in the workshop that I took before I hopped on OnlyFans was she said, you get what you put into it. Mm. So like, if you post maybe like three times a week, you know, you'll get that return. But if you're Mm -hmm. on it, like all the time, I try to post at least once a day. Sometimes I'll post like twice a day. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's true. You do get what you put into it. And... You know, I try to promote via Instagram as much as they'll let me because, you know, Instagram's yeah. going through a lot right Tell now. Tell me
0: about <laughs> that, too. That's a whole topic piece as well.
1: Yeah, so um, after starting my OnlyFans, I've started reading every terms of service agreement. Because I'm like, never. oh, <laughs> I've
0: never read a single line.
1: Yeah, so it's just so interesting. So Instagram just put out, or they just updated their terms of service, and OnlyFans just updated their terms of service. So they, um, I guess, have had some issues with... Content being made in public spaces. Uh Uh-huh. So, and maybe with people not having model releases on OnlyFans too, so they're really like cracking down on stuff like that. So I don't know how they're doing it, if they're like trying to crack down by using an algorithm and finding that kind of content on OnlyFans or what, but I kind of panicked and took down all of my stuff that I had out in public and I was like oh, really? so I just like messaged my subscribers and I was like hey I know I did that photo set for you in public but I have to take it down if you want it like I'll just drop box you <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so it's just really, like, interesting. And then Instagram has been, you know, such a hot topic for, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like, the sex worker community at large. Yes. I mean, always, because, you know, the the, the algorithms are really unfairly targeting, you know, certain people, certain body types, certain ethnicities. Talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just really unfair. And, yeah, so they have, like, these really weird rules. So they're either super vague Mm -hmm. or they're super specific Mm -hmm. so I think my favorite terms of service update from Instagram is one you can't show cleavage which some people can't help that Uh, yeah this was just so funny to read in legal jargon but you can't hold your breasts yeah (laughs) this is really funny like reading through it and being like them just Determining the curvature of your fingers and where they have to stop. I'm also doing this right now with, with yeah, my yeah, fingers and can like, see you what can you're cupping see. right
0: now, these imaginary boobs. <laughs> wow. I had no idea that it got that specific in the legal jargon. It's
1: super weird.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. So you- And
1: I just feel like there's a better fix for it. I don't know if they could have just implemented an 18 plus version of Instagram oh either. So yeah. you know, like people wanna use your platform. And it just sucks because I have I get the most traffic from Instagram, too, Mm. and a lot of people do because it's a visual medium, and what a lot of, like, people in the sex worker community are selling, like, is visual.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So it's just really hurting a lot of people now. Yeah, and let's talk about that for just a split (laughs) second. You
0: can't hold your boob. sorry. (laughs) I just, I have to go back to this because you cannot cup your boob. Yes. Okay, so you can't, so, okay. (laughs) slowing down here (laughs) so even if you're covering your nipple completely Mm -hmm. it's just no
1: yeah and then there was a girl i saw burlesque performer who did get a post taken down and she was in a costume where she was wearing a top but she had her hands you know like kind of like oh oh just over her breasts with a shirt with a shirt she had on like it was um some kind of like renaissance cosplay so she had like a a full tunic on with like a corset What? And she got her post taken down. What? Yeah. It's so crazy. (laughs) And I mean, like, the shit that I get taken down for, I mean, I understand, but also it's targeting fuller-bodied people, too, Mm. because I guess I found out that the algorithm looks for the amount of skin being shown, and if you're a fuller-figured person, you're going to have more skin showing. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, me being, like, a thin you know obviously like white person you know i recognize my privilege with that and i can get away with more on instagram but do i think that's fair no absolutely right. not so yeah it's just so weird what are what are what are we doing to change this there have been like change.org petitions but i don't really know how far those get and like people right. have been really mad about it but yeah i mean i just think there's just a better way to approach that because you know i don't know but people also just like hate sex work (laughs) well yeah yes
0: yes what can people do who maybe you know are me who don't know as much about it but like want to support this yeah
1: i would say maybe just sign the petitions if you see them and if you can donate directly to mutual aid funds for people like if you just want to buy content from people on the slide yeah just support you know
0: yeah, definitely. I guess I'm just so mad that women can't show their nipples. I mean, this is a whole thing, right? But just in general on Instagram or any platform that we can't show our nipples, but men can. Yeah. Talk about, like, sexualizing a part of the body. For sure, Yes. Yeah, uh, this this, this uh, little circle that's on Oh, me. my <laughs> God. Because mine has more stuff there, I can't show it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just – I'm still just, like, so flabbergasted by the, the cupping thing that that would yeah. be wrong, given, like, the kind of content that I see
1: everywhere from – Right. And then there's also a double standard, too, because accounts like Playboy's account, they get away with so much. Do they? Yeah, they'll have fully nude people on there with just a tiny little, like, pixel censoring their nipple, and they can post it. But if someone, you know, who is a sex worker does it, they'll take it down. And it's just completely unfair. And, it, you know, it is... There is, like, a racist connotation, too, because, yeah. you know, they're targeting, like, black and brown bodies, too, more yes. disproportionately than others. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's so fucked up. And it it, it just sucks because Instagram is the monopoly on that type of yes. platform, so you kind of rely on it.
0: Yes, to get people to come, especially during a pandemic when you're not out dancing on stage. Like, yeah. well, how else are you going to get the community? Like, the, I mean, Instagram's the way to do it now. Yep. Oh, my God. That is so, so many double standards and so many societal problems and, like, one little microcosm here that you can just see it be played out across the
1: board. And it's everywhere, too. Like, every yeah. microcosm, you can see it. Mm. It's just, you just, like, dig into one thing and just get mad for, like,
0: I know, forever. Like, it really does feel like it's <laughs> something that, like, we don't have a power to change.
1: Yeah, and I don't feel hopeless about it because yeah. change has been made. and yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just think you just have to have the stamina for it and you for have sure. to like keep supporting the people that are fighting for, you know, change. And Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I know. I was <laughs> I was oddly enough
0: reading something last night that was talking about squirting. And I, was, like, I was preparing <laughs> for my other interviews and this whole thing. <laughs> and it was talking about how like in the porn industry in the UK for a while, um, they had banned squirting from porn. They had obscenity laws.
1: What? Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay, yeah. so a male's ejaculate, totally fine. <laughs> a woman's squirts, absolutely not. Isn't that so weird? What?
1: <laughs> it's the same thing. Oh my god.
0: I mean, it's not what? the same no, thing. No, it's but not, but like,
1: but wait, what? <laughs> but like, still so there's like an expulsion of something. Some like.
0: liquid, yeah, oh my god, I was so flabbergasted by that. I was just like, who is making these decisions on like a logical, critical thinking skill enough to be like, hmm, this ejaculate, good, this ejaculate, <laughs> bad wow I, that just screams sexism to me so i'm just wondering who's sitting at their desk yeah i'm gonna craft this like in the bill like <laughs>
1: yeah zuckerberg no i know i'm
0: just jesus people jesus i mean this is why i'm doing these conversations this is why i want this to be like
1: the space where you talk about it And like these things are insane yeah uh, and you know they don't get a lot of publicity or like have a platform to talk about stuff like this either because you know you say the word vagina and people are just like i'm gonna pass out no i know i know <laughs> how do you feel like you came into
0: that space to feel more comfortable was, i know you're talking you did a lot of studies with porn and like in school yeah.
1: so i have always kind of been obsessed with sex whether it's just been like i also went to catholic schools. i told Same. you tell me tell it's me. horrible so yes. whether it was hating it you know, or loving it or, you know, experiencing it. I've just been really obsessed with sex and like the brain and specifically like how my brain yes. takes sex because it's just very complicated oh my god, where was I going with this? I just got completely wrapped up in that. No, for sure. It's a lot of energy there. A lot of past dramas. <laughs> like, like, ah. like, out there like,
0: oh, let me release this I'm kind of school. I'm going to scream for the duration no, of this sure. podcast. I, <laughs> think, I think that's very valid given what we're taught. So what I was going to ask you then, okay, so what was your sex education like? Obviously, I have a, a ton of assumptions about Catholicism, but I'd love to hear it in your own terms. It was
1: complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel like they focused on more of like, the, I guess, do I want to say, like, politics of sex within a religion instead of, like, actual mechanics of what was happening? Okay. So I guess... I don't – I feel like female sexuality is very mystified mm-hmm. as a whole. I'm sure you or know Or just this. ignored. Just ignored. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, like, you know, we definitely learned about, like, the anatomy of a penis and, like, anatomy mm-hmm. of, like, what ejaculation is. But, you yeah. know, we didn't learn anything about, like, female pleasure. Mm. We just did, like, the coloring sheet of the vulva and, like, that was it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they just didn't tell us anything and I – also had abstinence only instruction which was a total like brainwashing tool (laughs) yeah i I mean but if you again listeners if you are abstinent and you want to stay abstinent that's totally fine but just know that it's a
0: choice exactly yeah okay that is my whole thing about all this you know all these different aspects of society it's always like as long as you recognize there's another option and you're choosing this right great choose what speaks to you but just know there are other options which i think growing up in catholic
1: school society they don't teach you No, they're just like, if you fuck before you get married, the man with the devil horns is going to poke at you for the rest of eternity.
0: Literally, my school, I was, I actually talked about this in one of my classes. Their abstinent talk for us was they put two colored pieces of paper together with glue and then rip the papers apart and I know where could, I know yeah, exactly you where you're see going. See the papers on other side and they're like when you have sex, this is where you get connected and try to pull away and you lose parts of yourself and they're left at that person. Do you wanna do that? What happens when you do this multiple times? <laughs> what paper's left? I'm like, I'm oh slamming my the paper together. I well, know, uh, no, I know. But that <laughs> terrified me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, there's definitely a lot of scare tactics with abstinence-only instruction, and then we were very anti-abortion, which is translates yep. to anti-women's rights.
0: Oh my God, yeah.
1: Or I, I should say reproductive rights. Not yes, of course. Rights, but, Yeah, is not good.
0: Yes. Okay. So, did you ever actually believe it?
1: Oh yeah, For absolutely. Sure. Okay, me
0: too. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so my lack of sex education led to me like being with my first partner Uh who was sexually abusive um yeah it's getting over a little bit but I mean um it's been like
0: of course over
1: like 15 years I don't care anymore yeah but yeah I mean I definitely blame a lot of my lack of sex education abstinence only education and fear tactics for what happened to me and yeah and of course What happened to me was super strong, and I don't think I would be doing, like, burlesque or be who I am today because of it. Oh, yes. (laughs) but Of course. Yeah, so when I was being abused, I had no idea what was happening to me, like, because nobody talked about it, and, like, just the, the, like, when I say I didn't know what was happening to me, I mean, the, app like, the mechanics of it, and Mm. I was just like, this is something that I do by myself, like, Mm. why is this happening? Like, yeah, so I was just completely disoriented by it, Yeah, and I think... I definitely hate Catholicism for it. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I get it, like, the intentions behind it. Because if you truly believe that that's what happens to you, like, when you die and these are the rules that you need to follow. Yes, I get that. I mean, if it's, like, your jam, that's fine. But, you know, you need to, like, protect your children also. (laughs) And no, protecting your yeah. children is, doesn't mean sheltering them either. Like, mm-hmm. you have to talk about stuff like that. Of and course. I know it's uncomfortable, but and it doesn't have to be. Of
0: course. It doesn't have to be.
1: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's very open. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it's fine.
0: Of course. So did your parents talk about sex with you at all?
1: I never had the talk. They left it up to school on cable TV.
0: Okay, interesting. <laughs> so my mom did a little bit better. Like what even, did your mom do? Oh, I, well, oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> mom. If you want to Sorry. Does she listen to the podcast? So she, she, my mom's Mormon. Oh. Um. And so, obviously, as I'm coming into my own being, she's learning to, like, you know, appreciate, you know, who I am and how I'm different and being myself. So, like, eventually, maybe she will, but I think for the most part, no. I mean, my mom, like, she definitely talked about sex as, like, something that you do within a marriage, something that happens, yeah. that it's it, it's okay within a marriage. But, like, she was always very honest with me of, I want you to wait. T- I had a purity ring.
1: Oh, I've, I've never known deep. anyone that oh, had welcome. a purity Hello.
0: ring. Oh. <laughs> I actually still have it and sometimes wear it. Actually, just as this big FU you to all of that to remind myself. There was a once a time where I believed in this so strongly and I do not at all. Wow, life changes. Don't hold on to anything too tightly. What? But that's just me. <laughs> Yeah, I I believed it, and so we had bought that for me when I was like sixteen, and I was so proud. I remember coming to school and being like, "Look at
1: me and my purity
0: ring. I'm going to be the holiest, holy
1: of holies." Right, and that just like oh. fuels flames between like you know like cisgendered women against cisgendered women, or like oh, anyone yeah. that's sexually active too. It's just oh yeah, you get this oh my- weird competition. Like I'm so yes. much better than you because I'm not fucking, and it's I like mean- that's not.
0: I mean, I was so judgmental. It was insane. Yeah. It was insane. Well, we were also brainwashed. That's a good point. Yeah, let's, let's so. give us a moment of <laughs> just like, oh my god, that was so much. I feel bad because, you know, some of my really close friends at that time were having a lot of sex. And they were just stigmatized so much because they were the only one in our little Christian community having sex. So everyone just attacks them. Yeah, it was bad.
1: Were they just like, fuck you guys, we're having a good time. (laughs) No, it was a
0: lot of psychological trauma, I think, for her as a person to get really stigmatized at that age. I mean, you're still coming into yourself and you're developing. And then, like, everyone knows that you have sex, which, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Jesus. Right. But, like, yeah, in Christian society, that obviously is not okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had that purity ring in them, so when I lost my virginity, it was a whole thing of crying...
1: Yeah, I mean, like it just feels hours. like a really traumatic event. Like, it doesn't, it's not like a beautiful moment where you're you know, no. exploring. It's just like, this is happening to you. And I feel like a lot of female sexuality is like, this is happening. This is a thing that happens to you, not yes. like a thing that you do with someone.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, taking a step back too, I think a lot of stuff with females is like, we are like people who are raised within, you know, the societal context and expectations for women. There's always this, like, responding to what other people want. I don't know how to kind of hit that the same way that like sex is like a responding of stimulus to someone else. But like even dating when people ask like, Oh, do you want to date? And people get flabbergasted. They're like, I don't know if I want to date them.
1: Right. It's almost like you're the
0: secondary yes. character. Yes. Let's take a step back from that external stem like stimulus Step over here and ask you, what do you want? Yeah. Like, and that is just like never taught for women. And especially in, you know, Christian society where it's like, Oh, this is something, sorry, I shouldn't talk about all Christian.
1: It's fine. I mean, I
0: hate it. <laughs> Hail Satan. I know, I frequently joke about that, too. My mother would kill me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Nicole's mom. No, <laughs> yes. oh, no, it's fine. I frequently go back and forth between joking about believing in Jesus and worshiping <laughs> Satan just because it's so funny yeah. to me all across the board that I'll, like, kind of, depending on my mood, throw one out to someone. Right. But, but, yeah, there's just, like, a lot of expectation, I feel like, with women that, you know, like, you get married to a male, Obviously, because that's your only option. Right. <laughs> um, and then you have sex and you give him babies.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And because can- that's the whole point. It's you're just, you're just supposed to keep making these Christian people so they can keep control over you.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, there's a lot of trauma there. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It took a. Of course, it took a lot of unlearning.
0: Yes. Um.
1: I think when I got to college, actually, so I did my first semester at like a bigger university,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think my philosophy class like broke me. <laughs>
0: Mine too. Oh my god. Please tell me what it, what was the topic that broke you. Um <laughs> it was just like
1: my professor was just like God's fucking stupid. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, maybe God is stupid. But. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm also really crass with like my religious, you know, views. No, I've, but I've, I've, I mean uh-huh. if you're listening and you believe in God, that's totally fine. Exactly. Um But yeah, it just it didn't work for me and I just didn't have any other options. Like I didn't, you know, have an alternative. And then I remember my best friend in high school, we would, I don't, we like jokingly bought Anton LaVey's The Satanic Bible, but then oh we God. just like got really into it and we were like, oh shit, this is real. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we we're like, so wow, funny. this is actually pretty fun.
0: <laughs> so you went from Catholicism to Satan.
1: LaVey and Satanism. Oh, oh my okay, God. Susan. There's like so many sects of Satanism too that I could talk really? about, but... Yeah, there's like like main. the main two there's um the TST so the Satanic Temple and then okay. there is and Satanism. So LaVey was active I think in the 80s. So he just kind of like made it to tr- Catholicism I'm pretty sure so like he has his own set of like Ten Commandments which consent is a huge one Um, interesting yeah and it's just like all about mutual respect which is great and then I mean honestly I think he just wrote that book so he could get laid a bunch because it's like (laughs) He wrote one about like how to get laid and like how to spot like your ideal partner or whatever. But
0: interesting. That is so different than the Bible. I really <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that. Um, and then there's uh
1: the then there's the satanic temple who's like more of a political organization. Or okay. like they were the people responsible for putting that like Baphomet monument in like a Capitol building somewhere. I can't remember where it was. Okay.
0: I mean, you can't have religion without politics. Obviously, there's yeah. got to be like a, a connection here. Right. Oh, I have to ask: Can you believe in Satan if you don't believe in God?
1: Probably not. So, like, okay. Levain, Satan. I, it, this like, is a little philosophical, but I'm <laughs> curious. I don't know. I mean, I, you can believe whatever the hell you of want. Course, like, if you right. just think like sure. Satan's real, I don't know. But I also feel like those stories are really intertwined. Yeah, that's okay. So, yeah, for sure yeah exactly so like if i say like hail satan it's just because i'm i'm just saying like fuck you pope it's a
0: religion <laughs> yeah so is your family still religious
1: not really we were never super religious okay. like we would only go to church for holidays or like if we were forced to by my school mm. <laughs> but you know they still believe in god and then i remember like basically telling my mom i didn't believe in god and i was just like well other things aren't like god to me like you're a god to me like you brought me into this world oh, like how did that go <laughs> so we had like a huge fight. It was I was like 19 and super angsty. Oh yeah. So I like I don't know. I we like had an exchange and then I like wrote a follow-up letter to her and then she wrote me one back and it was just like really understanding and we just kind Aww. of had this mutual respect for like what we believed. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. It was, again, very lucky that happened. For sure. Because not a lot of people can have those conversations with yes. the people that brought them into this world. Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, I was just not expecting that because she's a woman of convictions. So so does she know about what you do now? She knows I do burlesque. I don't think she knows about the OnlyFans. Um So okay. I just, you know. Not everything I also, I'm an only child, and I had this complex where, like, I just really wanted to make my parents super proud of me, mm. and I can't be like, I'm an OnlyFans to them. Yeah. So, you know, there, and then I just realized, you know, there's some things that are just not for your family, and that's fine. Mm. Like, you don't exist to serve them, like, you have a life, and you know, I don't know if it's like an only child thing where you feel like you have, like, you owe your parents mm. something, mm-hmm. you know, they just have you, yeah. So, yeah, so that was just, like, an interesting thought exercise I was doing for a while. Definitely. Yeah, but – so she doesn't know I do OnlyFans. Okay, so you told your mom – Yeah, you- so this is really funny. So she came to see me at a burlesque show. She knows that I do it, but she's always been kind of apprehensive of it. She loves the aesthetic. She loves, like, the glam. Okay. She loves, like, pinup aesthetics. She okay. loves it all, but she just – Draws the line at, like, stripping. Mm. And I'm like, okay, but we strip. And she's like, you should just go down to a bra and that's it. <laughs> Stripping to pasties? Stripping to pasties. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And she was like, just don't show your vagina to people. (laughs) I'm like, I can't do that on stage. So that's fine. And then I remember the first time she came to a show to see me do burlesque. It was just a huge thing for me because I never thought she would be comfortable enough to see me. And you know, I have that complex where I'm just like, I just need (laughs) approval. Yeah. So she came to see me. And it was super fun. It, it was um, a live band burlesque show. Mm. And my mom's a musician, too. So she okay. could really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And that night, my pasties, both of my pasties, no. fell off of me. Oh, no. <laughs> the one time. Oh, yes. my God. It was so stupid. Both of them. And also, mm-hmm. like, I was okay. notorious for losing pasties at the Oh, time. my goodness. Yeah. So luckily, she didn't notice because I had my feather fans. Oh, So, okay, so just- I mean, any other night, I would have just been like, my pasties fell off. Fuck and I yeah. just would have like shown him, but my mom was there, so it's just like we're gonna end closed fan. <laughs> closed
0: fan. And but she was receptive to it.
1: Yeah, she loved she still talks about it. She said oh. it was super fun, she loved it. You know, there were some simulated sex acts on stage that night, so she's like, I didn't like those. But but-, <laughs> but you know, she like liked the experience, and I think having a band there was kind of like a good gateway into Burlesque, because it's like, mm. okay, well, if you hate what's happening on stage, you can just look at the band.
0: Oh yeah, and look away and not there's two stimulus coming here don't yes. focus too hard mom if you fan it <laughs> exactly awesome. do you think that she would be receptive to OnlyFans if you were to tell her i don't think so really yeah
1: mm. yeah she has a lot of weird views also i'm probably not going to tell her i'm doing this podcast either oh, oh, i'm just talking about her a lot just like God. I, I love my mom <laughs> i love my mom so much clear. we have so much fun together but you know we just have different views and we came from different I backgrounds and yeah so i don't think she would quite understand the mm. OnlyFans thing but, you know, I did tell her I did do, like, a figure modeling session one time, and mm-hmm. she she was, like, you were naked? I'm, like, yeah. I yeah. like, I made X amount of money, and she was, like, maybe I should do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, she can joke so about may- it. Maybe. But, yeah.
0: Okay, interesting. So how do- how does that feel to know that you – I mean, this is getting more personal, right? But That's like fine. yeah. You have this internal understanding of your values and your structure and what you think is okay in the world, but not being able to share that with someone that you love deeply –
1: yeah so i had to just so my partner actually told me he was like not everything you do has to like be for Mm -hmm. x audience like and that's my family yeah like you know it's just not for your family like that's fine um and then i also was raised in kind of so i'm the more the older you get the more dysfunctional you realize your family (laughs) is (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I just feel like I've just been seeing a lot of that, especially in the pandemic, because everyone's super bored and they just yeah. can pick fights with each other to entertain themselves. So, yeah, I've done a lot of realizing of that. Like, I've had, you know, m- ants be like, oh, can I come see you in a show? Or, like, I'd mm-hmm. like to support you, but I just can't do it. And I'm like, that's fine. It's like It's not for you. <laughs> like, yeah. I still love you, but it's not for you. <laughs> for sure.
0: Yeah. But that's cool that you're open about that half.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like over the last, like, two years I've been more open about it, but it took me a while to be like, I do mm. burlesque you know how did you choose who to tell that to like what
0: is the thought process internally <laughs> it's super weird like grandma out of the picture like <laughs> hey, yes yeah, so what just, what is,
1: grandma can never know <laughs> so
0: you have thanksgiving with grandma what does she think you do
1: so i say i'm in a this, when I was when I was with <laughs> the, like when a I was t- with the burlesque studio, I was like, "I'm with a dance troupe," or like, "I do yes. dance," and you know, that's not a lie. Like, no, that there's dancing true. involved. Yeah, kids. yeah. So you know, we just don't tell grandma. It's fine. She's that's got a lot her. of grandchildren yes. to worry about <laughs> anyway. So
0: that's so funny. Yeah. Do you want to have kids?
1: I don't think I do. I
0: don't think so either. But I like to imagine that, like, <laughs> me as a grandma one day, I'm going to be like, honey, you're on
1: OnlyFans. Yes. yes. like So I used to know. be obsessed with Stoya, the porn star. Oh, I don't um, know who is. Yeah. So she was really cool. I really liked her because she just, like, had a, same, a similar body type to me. Like, she yeah. never got, like, breast implants and I, you know, I'm very small. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. So it's just like, that looks like me on screen. Uh, like, yes. I can be sexy too without exactly. having huge breasts. But anyway, so she... Um, took her grandma's name. Like, I guess her grandma did art or something, and she okay. would always sign like Stoya. Yeah, and then she like came out to her grandma, and her grandma was like, "Oh, you're a nudie girl." And I was like, "I just <laughs> want to be a nudie girl." That is so funny. So you <laughs> use the term coming out. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, it's interesting. So I don't know if I would like identify strictly as a burlesque dancer or yeah. someone that or like a sax worker. Like I these are things that I do, mm-hmm. but I do think that there's a lot more to me do. But I also yes. think I also think that's very interconnected with what I do. Like my OnlyFans, there's a ton of personality on there. And I feel like people respond to that because, you know, they want authenticity. Exactly. You know, you're talking to me now and everyone now knows that I'm a huge dork from this podcast, probably. (laughs) But People really appreciate that. And they respond to that. It's just like very real. And like, this is me. Okay, how did you get to this level of you? Yeah, actually, I think burlesque had a lot to do with it. So I uh, one of the things that I love about burlesque is that it is self-aware. Mm. Like, it is fucking ridiculous that you are twirling a tassel on your tit, yes. like, in front of an audience yes. and everyone's loving it. Mm-hmm. And it definitely, it comes from, historically, it comes from parody. So, mm. I am a super self-aware person and i can just be that on stage like you know my first solo act was like a clown act and i'm just like i'm a fucking clown i know this is ridiculous and i feel like that's a lot of my personality too is where like i know that what i'm doing is ridiculous but i like it you know Mm. and we can all indulge in that together how did you stop
0: listening to other people's feed, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) perception of you.
1: I think that's so hard. I just had to tune it out. I had to stop it. Mm -hmm. Like, I just wouldn't even engage... Okay. With it. Yeah. I also went to therapy a lot. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah.
0: Plug therapy left and right. Everyone right? should have therapy. For sure. Even if you don't think you have a problem. I know. I try to tell you people that. I'm like, therapy. this is just like a normal thing. Like, we can go. You don't have to be in a deep, deep depression to go. Like, you yeah. can go when you're feeling happy too. Yes. But I, I would love to pull other people to this space, right? Like, this space of ownership of yourself. And I think from someone who took burlesque, I remember going to my first class and I was like, "Oh my god, what am I <laughs> doing?" Like, am, am you, I, have Do yeah, you have that, yeah, like, that
1: moment there. It's just like, "Oh, we're really gonna like take our clothes off." Yeah, <laughs> and
0: I'm gonna be confident. Like, I'm gonna be confident. Oh, okay, and kind of realizing that that's a headspace you tap into. We have these thoughts, but like recognizing that you can change them. And so, like, yeah. I'm gonna tap into this direction now. I realize the more that I talk about being nervous with people, it makes it worse. So, like that same thing with like. I'm nervous about dancing burlesque, but I'm going to focus on, yes, I am sexy, and I'm empowered, and hell yes. And there's definitely this energy space of, like, very welcoming, like, and I felt that coming in, and I don't know
1: how. Yeah, and I think that also, like, burlesque, the community at large, is really diverse. Mm. I mean, of course, like, there are plenty of issues within the community with who gets booked to do what, but I think at large, the the ideology behind it is that it is accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter if you came from, like, a dance background. It doesn't matter yes. if you're a cis white woman. It doesn't matter if you're queer. Like, it, it's just so yes. much. Yeah, it's For just sure. such a beautiful, like, community of, like, different people. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, outsiders looking in see it and they're just like, oh, it's Dita Von Teese, who also has bunch of problematic things mm. about her but it can be mm. literally anything you want it to be and that's yeah. what I love so much about it I love going to a show and being surprised mm. by what comes on on stage and you know there's just so much creativity from like so many different people and it's just such a beautiful thing and I just yes. get so jazzed about it I know I know there is just this level of play and fun you just being yourself you know if you're not a dancer you doesn't have to be dance heavy. oh you can yeah just like do like fun things like hmm yeah it's just so fun.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think the first time going on stage is like a whole thing.
1: Yeah, it is. I wore my, yeah. I wore my glasses the first time I was no on stage. Way. Yeah, and I was, yeah, I think like the first three times I performed at student showcases, I was like wearing glasses.
0: Okay. Did you like tie the backs? Like, what no. Did you- like, yeah. Okay. I'm just like, I'm just going to wear them. Like, it's fine. Okay, so pasties come off, but we'll trust the glasses. I'm going to Like, no, I wouldn't trust anything. Everything has to be secured on you at that point. Yeah. Oh, It's just goodness. so funny. It's
1: just like, I mean, you can definitely wear glasses on stage if that's your thing, but. Of course. Yeah. Right. But
0: like secure them. Like let's, yeah. <laughs> like, let's get a tie behind the back and make sure. We have this imaginary person in our head, right? They're like, I want to do burlesque. They, they are the me and you of, of earlier years, you know? Okay. How do we get them to take their first class? Like, what do you need to know? Oh
1: my God. I don't know. I think it really has to come from you. I just, yeah. I know this is not like the right answer from like a <laughs> Capitalist perspective where I'm just like, I want you to classes with me. But I think yeah. it has to come from you. Like, you have to well, be course. ready for it. And, you know, even if... And you can be ready, ready for it in different degrees, too. Like, when yeah. I took my first class, I was like, I am wearing full-cover bottoms. I am wearing a full-cover top. And that's totally yeah. fine. And you can absolutely strip down to, like, whatever you want. Well... But it just has to, like... You have to want to do it.
0: Okay, yeah. And let's let's first say for anyone who's listening... I came in full like pants and a tank top like I you don't have to come in for your first session naked at all right
1: yeah yeah and it's if you want to dress like athletic you can because like especially for our class what we were doing was pretty athletic yeah and then if you want to like show up in fishnets one time that's awesome like yeah and it's just so cool like blending like sexy with fitness and I think like the Mm -hmm. physicality of sexiness is just so much fun to play with for sure
0: yeah I think um I I was definitely nervous because I I think I might have even called up and asked like what do you wear like (laughs) (laughs) what is the expectation and so like knowing that I could come in like yeah my full athletic gear and just come to it in my own time was really cool and then everyone was always like yeah wear the costume that feels appropriate for you yeah I think I could imagine like if I'm feeling uncomfortable about doing burlesque and like doing in person a nice little step into it would be Taking a Zoom class. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. There's not a lot is there stuff on YouTube for this kind of thing?
1: Um, so there are a couple like YouTube tutorials, but I feel like Burlesque <laughs> hasn't really tapped into YouTube <laughs> that hard. Um I-
0: yeah, I'm just remembering me watching, like, I watched
1: a whole video on how to make your nipple pasties, like, uh, and, and tassels, twirl- how to twirl them, and actually, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. So, again, I'm going to plug Lily Rascal. So, yeah. I took her tassel twirling class on Zoom, mm-hmm. um, and she's, like, won awards for tassel twirling. She's amazing. amazing. Um, so, she, of course, had cameras optional because we are just wearing pasties in class, yeah. and if you're not comfortable with that and you want to try it, but you don't want people to look at you, that's totally fine. For sure. Yeah. Uh, which was awesome. It was the first time I got both tassels going because my left oh. one is always dead. But... How? It's poor. I can't tell- You have to take. Lily's oh, oh, you know. I'm sorry. I'm... That's gatekeeping, but I just ah.
0: I want to support Lily. <laughs> of course, I know because I try to learn from that. Like, and I um I was like I can oh. show you
1: the motion because.
0: Yeah. You have to oh, go interesting. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Because I was like, "Are my boobs too small to do No, this? No, no. So exactly, but that's a question. <laughs>
1: people that don't have breasts can twirl tassels.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Because I've always yes. been like, it's because they're
1: too small. No, no, no. That's impossible, huh? They can do it. Men, people that don't have breasts can do it.
0: Okay, I need to up my game. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I need to take some classes because I've always been so worried that like I just couldn't do that.
1: Yeah, it's just such uh. a fun thing, and also that's like another thing about burlesque that's just absolutely it's ridiculous fun. that yes. I love. It's just so yes. goofy.
0: Yes. It is just like this space where, I mean, when you're with a good studio and whatever group of people, just like right. openness, like having fun. It's play. Yeah, It is a performance. We're having fun with this. And at the same time, it's so empowering. It's just, I feel like it's that first leap to your first class like, the hardest because once I went through the first class I was like okay I can kind of do this like this girl over there looks really confident so like I (laughs) can act like she acts and then like by the end of the you know eight weeks or whatever I'm like feeling it like I'm going on stage hitting it right (laughs) but like that first class is so hard
1: right right Uh, right right. yeah yeah. and then just like again teaching level one too that was just such a challenge for me too because I was like I do not want to scare anyone away like we're just Mm. going to gently ease into this like you know Mm -hmm.
0: yeah definitely but like yeah the consent thing is throughout the whole thing whatever you're comfortable whatever you want to wear if you even with how we did it there was the performance but like you don't have to perform if you don't want to exactly and that was perfectly fine and so I really love that culture of it's what you want there are no expectations like just come and have fun and enjoy your energy right now yep. oh it's beautiful it is beautiful yeah i know It's so I've... many beautiful people. okay so one of the things i want to ask everyone on my show oh what is one thing that you wish other people understood was more normal and it could be
1: anything oh like- my god oh my god i don't know no, I, I kind of want to just tell everyone: just calm down. Yeah. Okay. So, what is that for you then? I don't know. Just calm down about everything. I don't. Maybe loosen up your convictions. Mm. I don't know. Everything's fluid. Okay. I don't know. I'm speaking My, very broadly. For sure. I don't yes, know if I'm are. answering the question mm-hmm.
0: right. Nope. So we're gonna <laughs> shoot you again with some examples. um I was thinking like, uh, like nipple hairs. Oh. Women have nipple hairs. Can we talk about that? Oh, my
1: God. I always say that I'm ready for the next ice age.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I want the question that you were, like, Yahoo answering, like, looking at at midnight going, like, oh, my God, am I, like, okay? (laughs) And then you go online and everyone's like, yeah, you're normal. Like, what's that thing for you?
1: Okay. So, I'm... Gonna bring this back to like OnlyFans. So, yeah. not everyone has the same anatomy.
0: Yeah. And
1: looking at porn, a lot of people that have vulvas or vaginas mm-hmm. have very similar looking anatomy. Yeah. So, yeah, not everyone looks like that. And I yes. remember the first time someone was like, Do you have any pictures of your? And they literally put a cat emoji. Oh. And I- Like, I was like, yeah, I'll take pictures. So I did. And Uh I was, like, freaking out until they responded to me because I was like, I don't have conventionally attractive, like, I don't have a conventionally attractive vulva that you see in porn. And then I was just like, oh, my God, they're going to hate it. Like, and then they got back to me and they're like, this is perfect. And I was like, oh, oh, great. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So
0: understanding that our genitals are beautiful they are beautiful okay so that is our message here that genitals genitals are beautiful oh that book i was reading come as you are have you heard of this no it's a book all about sex i haven't finished it so i shouldn't even recommend it yet but (laughs) the first chapter what it talks about that is like your your genitals like let's take a moment to look at them in a mirror yeah have you done that
1: oh yeah okay and and i was like i don't look like Porn people. Yeah. So, yeah. and I think that also comes from, like, me finding sexual education in porn instead of, like, my school. Yes. <laughs> or people that I depended on. Yes. Um So, yeah, you know, people learn from porn, and that's part of the reasons why I was so obsessed with porn and learning about it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm just, like, people are so different. You have so many different beautiful anatomies yes.
0: out there, and it's so great. Yes, exactly. I feel like that's definitely a big thing. It's always, like, is mine weird? Is mine weird? Am I normal? (sighs) But it's like, yeah, there's so You're so normal. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like in the same way there are so many different faces, right? Oh, yeah. Like, we don't expect one kind of face. But nor do we say there's one, only this one face is beautiful. They're all different and you can see beauty in all different ones. And some faces might be beautiful to you, some might not. But someone else loves that face. Yes, like, exactly. Whatever <laughs> genitals you have, I promise you someone out there is going <laughs> to love <laughs> yes. that. Someone
1: will always want to masturbate to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Do people
0: tell you that they do that? Oh, I mean, I like, mean,
1: it's on OnlyFans. <laughs> I know. So how does that feel? Oh, it's kind of awesome. I'm Doesn't just like, yeah. I, yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. It's very validating, it's very self serving, but you know, at the same time, you know, that also comes with the connotation that, like, oh, she must have a big head. But no, I'm very appreciative of oh, feedback yeah. like that, and thank you.
0: Hell for telling yes, me that yes and that unlocks a lot because then anytime i mean not even just for less right anytime you're having sex or even oh, masturbating course. with yourself you just start to get more comfortable yeah and more proud of yourself like, yeah this is my body like i'm not yep. gonna come here with shame any kind of genital yes it's great it's yes. so great
1: and if you're like asexual and you just like don't want to go there that's also cool
0: <laughs> yeah it's your body's still beautiful yes, whatever we do with beautiful. it. yes all of you listening, you're hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, this has been really beautiful. Is, is there anywhere that you would want to recommend people to find you at? How do we plug?
1: Ooh, you can find me at Ramona.Romance on Instagram. Okay. On Twitter, I am at RamonaRomance, all one word. And on OnlyFans, I am OnlyFans.com. <laughs> Da slash Ramona dash romance Ooh, okay. so,
0: lovely well thank you so much it was so great to
1: have you thank you so much for having me This was awesome.
0: if you want to join the conversation about our beautiful genitalia then follow us on Instagram at modern anarchy podcast where we open up a dialogue about all these topics otherwise see you next week and a special thanks to one of my favorite artists, Yor Smith, for the intro and outro song to this show.